Designcast Podcast, the podcast for design and STEAM educators. Hello and welcome to Designcast, a podcast where I interview a wide range of excellent guests in design and STEAM education to get their unique perspectives. My name is Jason Reagan and I use my 20 plus years of experience as a design educator to dig deep into complex issues. This podcast has one simple mission, to create a community of people around the world that are interested in design and STEAM education. Each episode, I chat with guests from all corners of the design world, from classroom teachers to authors and even to educational consultants. We discuss a wide range of topics that we feel are relevant today. I do want to ask you that if you're enjoying this podcast, please leave a review, rate, subscribe, share, or download from your favorite podcasting app. This helps the podcast get discovered by listeners that might not find it otherwise. Also, it helps me to continually define the direction of future guests and episodes. Feel free to drop by my website, www.jasonreagan.ga, to leave me a comment or to sign up to be considered as a future guest on future episodes. Also, don't forget to stop by Anchor and leave me a voice clip that could even end up in an upcoming show. Thanks for listening. So let's get to it. This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. Explore more podcasts at www.teachbetterpodcastnetwork.com. Now let's get on to the episode. Welcome back to another episode of DesignCast. And for today, I was going to try something a little different. And so last episode, episode 87, I had strung together some answers from past guests that I asked what they would tell themselves as a first-year teacher if they could go back in time. And I had some great responses on Twitter and some other social media outlets, and I want to share some of those today and talk a little bit about those. And then I also have another thing I'd love to share with you and talk with you about. And so this week is a little different. There isn't a guest. It's just me kind of talking about what is on my mind at the moment. And so I want to thank everyone who responded or who reached out during the last week from the last episode. And so I want to first start by thanking James Alba. Um, He wrote that there are better days ahead and you will continue to learn and grow into your teacher that you want to be. And that tends to have been the sort of theme throughout these answers was being patient with yourself, being patient with your students, taking a deep breath, being calm, being mindful. That seemed to be uh, one of the themes throughout the episode and through the answers and then also through the online chatter 
that we had going on with that. Uh, Jarrett Dunbar, who was included in the episode, said to be patient, be open, and embrace the uncertainties. And so that one's really, really good. My friend Evo Hanan, relationships are paramount. Completely agree, Evo. I think that creating those relationships, not only with your students, but also with your colleagues and with other members of the community is of the utmost importance when you're being part of a community. So please make sure that you're creating relationships. You're not just closing the door and kind of creating this island unto yourself. Craig Kemp went a little different direction, which I appreciate. And Craig is an avid blogger, or at least I know he used to be. And he actually wrote that 10 things that he wished he had known in his first year of teaching. And that's a blog post. So you can go over to the Twitter feed from last week's episode and his post is there and if you can't find it let me know i'll be happy to connect you with that but he had some great stuff there about different curriculum uh, sorts of things and that sort of thing so i think you really should be checking those out alex gray who was also on the episode wrote you're not as good as you think so be humble and learn more so i totally love saying that that was just great thank you so much alex for sharing that with me kevin o'shea also said some more stuff in addition to what he had said in the episode which was just breathe you'll get this classroom management stuff with time and in a few years you'll be great at it so watch the more organized teachers in the building and you know what do they do that you don't do so i think that's some great advice kevin thanks so much for that Evan Weinberg said that the thing you think is a crisis probably isn't. That great idea that you have will be better if you sit on it for a second and then finally take a step back and think about how sustainable that classroom practice will be after a week. That's some great advice, Evan. Thanks so much for that. I think probably my quote of the week comes from my friend Mike Bycraft. Don't talk so much. Let the kids do that. You're not the smartest person in the room, nor do you need to be. Embrace the chaos and learn how to go with it. Alternative alternative assessments are great. Get your master's sooner. <laughs> totally love that one. But I think my favorite one that also created quite a bit of chatter was lean into how weird you are. It's a gift. And so I think that's great. That, that really enlightens us with the idea of having some humor in this situation so thanks so much to everyone who you know took part and was part of this sort of twitter chat um an impromptu twitter chat that was happening um my friend chris allen had a few things to say as well mostly to do with agreeing with some of the things that josh stamper had said about not falling back onto the things that you were taught and the way you were taught. Um, and so, you know, I think that was great that he shared that. And then one of his connections, Karen Perry, said it's a good question. And she would say, listen to the kids more and plan more fun, authentic projects. And that she lectured way too much in the early years of her career. And so, and then also study human motivation and build that into the learning design that's some great advice thanks so much karen for that as well so i really just want to thank everyone so much for being um part of that being um 
you know interacting with me and with the audience great stuff please 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 share with your colleagues and ask them get the conversation started how would you do that you know and maybe um, that information could really be good to help some of the younger teachers in your building or in your network or your community so thanks again so much for everyone for taking part in that conversation and let's just keep it going so hopefully we can do that if you haven't had a chance to interact with me or with everyone else around this topic please make sure that you do that whenever you have the moment i know everyone's uber busy at the moment and so i completely hang in there we are going to get through this together so um, that brings me to what i wanted to talk about today which is you know as Schools around the world are grappling with different levels of whether they're completely still on distance learning or back in distance learning or they're in a hybrid model or they're back online. I mean, back in campus and in person, you know, the conversation has been about what should education keep and what should we get rid of or adapt moving forward and so you know that's a really big question and we're going to be talking about that for decades i'm sure what i really want to focus on which is something that's been important to me for many many years and and part of my own personal sort of crusade and my personal passion is this idea of skills and learning skills whether it be hard skills to be able to perform a task or soft skills um, and I've had an earlier episode we talked about um, those terms but I guess for this the description um, does serve the conversation and you know I think about I continue to read and you know Dr. Sabah Kenway uh, says a lot of really good stuff about what uh, employers, what universities, and what um, future workers, what kind of skills are being looked for in each of those places. Um, and what I'm finding in all the things that I read throughout the day, throughout the week, throughout the month, and beyond is that learning to be empathetic is a skill <laughs> learning to have empathy for your fellow man and for people in your community is actually a skill that needs to be practiced um, it needs to be taught it needs to be practiced but along with that there are a whole host of skills and so i think collaboration of course is extremely important being able to work together but you know adaptability is it should be not even a skill but just a disposition being able to adapt to new environments because everyone had to sort of adjust on a dime when the pandemic sort of took hold and to see how the folks who were the most adaptable and flexible are the ones who have thrived during this time and, and you know there's this big debate right now especially in north america to do with the the great um resignation people leaving their employers and go either striking out on their own or finding new uh employment in other places i was also reading even just this week that while community college enrollment is down trade schools and schools and organizations that teach hard skills 
like plumbing or electrical or mechanics or any sort of things like that, construction, are booming. And so, you know, I think this is sort of a way to reset our priorities is being able to um, have the workers um, and, you know, being a skilled worker doesn't mean that you're not intelligent. Being a skilled worker means you have specialized skills. And so I think it's really important when we think about our students, um, you know, universities are adapting to the way that they measure kids for admissions, you know, and employers are looking at the whole picture. They're digging into people's social media presence uh, before they offer jobs. So basically, the world around us is adapting. And so as educators, it's important for us to also adapt. And so I'm thinking about how is it that I can teach and deliver and support skills development, all these skills I just mentioned and more. How can we do that with our students? How can we cover what we're expected to cover while also training students to be ready for the world of work or to be ready for the world after school. And so I would love to hear what your thoughts are on this. And I know that these are going to be contextual answers. I know that, you know, we're going to need to be able to think about this from, um, cultural and geographical and, um, just all kinds of different backgrounds but in general how do we do that and i know that as design and steam and stem educators project-based learning is really important and that skills are built into that but how do we truly accentuate the skills learning that's happening and so you know i want to highlight some of the great work that's happening in my own community uh with uh teachers who are teaching textile skills and sewing um and and it's not about teaching sewing obviously it's about teaching um all kinds of other skills that go with that it just happens to be that the outcome is some sort of sewn together um you know fabric or or whatever it is but to see sixth graders sitting down in near silence (laughs) with a needle and thread uh, and seeing them work through how to do something and how to master something it is such a novel idea to many of them um, that I'm just really really just in awe to see that so I want to shout out to Jamie Lee who is one of the teachers at my school who's doing that currently with her students in grade six and I've been down a few times to see it and just really love the skills that these kids are learning and we we, the younger the better right being able to get to students early on to talk about this is really important so i would love to hear more about what you guys think what everyone thinks about skills development now i understand that in many cases podcasts have started to support myp design teachers obviously more people listen now it's not only about ib design however one of the big um, discussion points that goes on having to do with IB education particularly is that, oh, but this is these are the criteria. These are the strands. These are the things. Where do we have time to do anything else? Those are the baseline, right? And so we should be working to find 
where we go beyond that. So think of that as the foundational minimal of what we should be doing, the minimum of what we should be doing. How do we go beyond that? And so obviously in design or in art or even in PE, this whole idea of collaboration group work or or project-based or, or portfolio-based learning um, is a great way to access that. But teaching skills needs to be done in a really deliberate and um, just very careful, measured way for it to be effective because practice makes better, right? Practice makes people learn those skills. It doesn't always make perfect, but it does make permanent. (laughs) So we want to make sure that we're practicing the skills properly. Also, you know, I mean, we've always, we throw around these ideas about how, you know, we're preparing kids for jobs that don't even exist and yet, and and that kind of thing. And in, in some cases we are, but I still think the bulk of the students that we teach, we're preparing them for jobs that already exist. So we're preparing them for jobs, for skills that we know they're going to need. And so I'm interested to hear what skills you think are most important to teach today, taking into account how the world's changed as according to the most recent um, events in the world around the the pandemic, but also leading up to that, this whole idea of artificial intelligence, machine learning, um, cryptocurrency, all that kind of stuff. I'm really interested to hear what you feel are the most important skills. And so I'm going to entitle this episode, What Are the Most Important Skills Today? And so I would love to continue this discussion uh, either through voicemails um, or voice clips or through responses on social media or whatever. But please connect with me. Also, please start the conversation in your communities and in your schools and in your networks about this very thing. And so I would love it if you could share the podcast with folks and let them have a moment to think about what are these skills that we should be teaching and what should we be learning. You guys encourage me every day. I want to thank you all for your just wonderful support. And I can't wait to continue to bring content to everyone. I would love to hear from you. Please reach out. I would love for you to review the podcast on Apple Podcasts so that it can be discovered by more people. And also, let's move beyond just talking about design and design teaching. Let's move into just the educational contextual domain of how do we make first, you know, global, globally aware productive and responsible and ethical citizens and so I'm, I'm really anxious to hear your thoughts on that there is a couple of links in the show notes on how to get in touch or how to leave a voicemail but you can also just simply comment so i can't wait to hear from you guys let's keep the conversation going i hope you have a great week I hope you enjoyed that episode of DesignCast. I'm Jason, your host, and I produced and created this podcast. If you have any input, I would love to hear from you. And I look forward to seeing you again really soon.